0: Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of TMI's PantherCast podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations. And joining me today is a Class of 2000 TMI graduate, Sergio Martinez. Now, if you've been to Southtown for a second Saturday art walk or enjoyed a meal at Kimura at Freight, then you've noticed what an impact Freight Gallery and Studios is making in the Southtown community. And with me today is the man behind that vision. Thank you so much for talking with me today, Sergio, and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, before we get started talking about all the exciting things that Freight is a part of in the Southtown scene, Why don't you start by telling us what your path was after TMI that led you to where you're at now?
1: Sure. Um, That's uh, an interesting question. My path was a kind of a very meandering one after I left TMI. Um, After I graduated in 2000, I went to St. Mary's University here in San Antonio for my freshman year. Um, After that, I moved to Austin, and I went to school there. for the next three years. Once I left school in Austin, I moved, um, I moved to the Czech Republic in 2007. Um, I moved to Prague to teach English over there. And, you know, while I was over there, obviously being exposed to all kinds of amazing art and and culture and, you know, not just in the Czech Republic, but all over Europe. Um, I really fell in love with, with the arts, um, and, and, all of that. And I moved back to Austin, um, in 2008, um, where I stayed and I, I just, I wasn't having, I wasn't doing anything really involved with the arts other than, you know, collecting and, and appreciating it. I was actually working in real estate. Um, it wasn't until 2012 when I moved to San Antonio, um, that I started thinking about, you know, being involved in, in the arts locally, whether it was, you know, something like a music venue or or an art gallery or something along those lines. Uh, in 2015, I was looking for a place and it just so happened that uh, this this building was for sale and it had been a a gallery for a long time, for about 20 years. Um, mm-hmm. And the artist Joe, Lo- Joe Lopez is a, is a very well-known um, Chicano artist here in, in San Antonio. And he was the proprietor. And uh, I went and talked to him and, and he sold me the building. And that's kind of how I got into it. So it was a very roundabout journey for me mm-hmm. after after TMI.
0: Well, we'll come back to Bray in just a second here. But so you mentioned sure. Prague and your picking up your love of arts there. When you were at CMI, were you big into the arts or was this really developed once you got to Prague?
1: Um, I I had an appreciation for it. My mom's an artist, so I I was always very close to it, Um, but I never, you know, I wasn't uh, into visual art as far as producing it myself or or anything like that. I think Mr. Roop, uh, who was our teacher at the time, Mm -hmm. could probably tell you I wasn't the greatest art student. Um, (laughs) I was really into music and and things like that. Um, You know, so it wasn't until later that that I really started getting into it.
0: Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit more about your time at DMI. What were some of the activities and clubs and things that you were involved in when you were here at the school?
1: Sure. Uh, I was in the JRTC for uh, my first three years. Uh, I played varsity football um, all four years that I was at TMI. Um, I did JV basketball and and track. And um, I was in the, my senior year, I was in the school production uh, of Greece. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's about it as far as, you know, clubs and extracurriculars and things like that.
0: So, how would you say TMI helped prepare you for this? A little bit of a meandering journey, but it's a pretty incredible story what you're doing now. How do you think TMI prepared you for that to get you where you're at? Uh,
1: the biggest thing I think is is instilling in me a, a sense of community. Um, you know, being part of something larger than, than yourself and and those relationships that you cultivate as, as you're doing that. I, to this day, my best friends. Whom I speak to every day were uh, my best friends from TMI, uh, and I think that's pretty common for most of, of the alumni. I think uh, the, the, those relationships that you that you create while at TMI those tend to be uh, lifelong relationships. So when I was getting involved in the arts, um, you know, I knew that it was a great opportunity to to open a space that. Um, you know, not only to show art and all of those things, but also a place for, for the community to kind of gather and and uh, sort of tap into the collaborative uh, spirit that that the San Antonio art scene is, is really well known for. Um, so I mm-hmm. think that that's the biggest thing TMI instilled in me is, is a sense of, of community and giving back and service and all of those things.
0: Most definitely. So let's talk a little bit more about freight. You've been building this this big vision of yours for Freight Gallery and Studios in the South Town. And tell me what sparked your vision for creating the because it's more than just a gallery. So tell me what sparked the original vision and how is that vision growing still?
1: Uh, well, originally, once we, you I know, decided to, to do it, I knew that, um, you know, selling art, um, whether you're making or or selling art, it's a tough business to make a living doing, um, you know, there are times when, when sales are good, there are times when sales are bad. Um, you know, so another, in order to be able to provide a a quality space for artists to show, um, I knew that I would have to create different revenue streams in order to take the pressure off of the art sales, so that we would be able to put on, you know, um, a little bit more thought-provoking exhibitions and and installations and all of those things. Um, It it just so happened that the the building used to be a vocational school back in the day, so it had a bunch of little docks and bays and and classrooms and Mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, the previous owner had a a small um, kitchen already there. So everything, the footprint kind of lent itself to, to... the sort of larger uh, vision of a communal communal space where you can have you know a restaurant and then um, maybe a coffee shop or a retail store and then different studios or creative spaces um, all centered around this one big gallery um, space. Uh, so the, the footprint of the building kind of sparked everything that came after that.
0: Very interesting. And that's almost Four years ago, in May, you'll hit four years. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's that's correct. Yeah, it'll be four <laughs> years, which have flown by. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. I can't I can't believe it's already been four years.
0: So, tell me a little bit about talk more about Freight Gallery and what people will see when they go down there because it obviously it started. It's a, it's a gallery, so there's freight galleries, and you mentioned studios, kind of lends itself to that space. So. Tell me more about what Freight Gallery and Studios offers, what's there, and what's coming up.
1: Sure. Uh, so, um, Freight is actually two buildings. We're, we've got a, a front building uh, that's 8,000 square feet and a back building that's, that's 2,000 square feet. Um, the main building, uh, right up front, as soon as you walk in the door, uh, you'll see the restaurant area, and that has been occupied by Kimura Ramen, uh, which is uh, Chef Michael Sahaki, um, mm-hmm. who also owns a Restaurant Gwendolyn and Il Forno. Uh, and the other Kimura, um, on North St. Mary's and Pecan street, um, he and his team have taken over that space, um, which was, uh, something that I was really excited about because he's another, um, individual who, who is very much centered around, you know, community and sourcing locally and all of these things. Um, then on the other side of the, right next to the, to the restaurant space, we just opened a coffee shop, um called Gold, uh, San Antonio Gold Coffee, uh, who, which is run by uh, Jason Tenteros, who has worked at pretty much all the best coffee shops in, in San Antonio mm-hmm. from local to uh, theory. Um, and so and you, they're occupying that barely, space.
0: You just barely opened the coffee shop. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I believe uh, this is their fifth week.
0: Okay. Yeah. So very brand
1: new. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. And.
0: There's Kimura, there's coffee, there's the studios, what else is out there?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we have eight artist studios um, and they all cover the gamut of disciplines from ceramics to uh, abstracts to screen printing. Um, And then we have our our gallery space, which is our gallery space, excuse me, which is a 2000 square foot, um, state of the art um, gallery space. Slash event space. We we also rent it out for for private events and, and functions and weddings and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then on any given second Saturday or or um, open gallery night, open studio night, we'll have you know vendors set up in our courtyard. And uh, really, it's, it's it's all just about providing a hub, kind of a central location for the arts community and the Southtown community in San Antonio at large to to gather and appreciate art and, and food and and all of these things that that make. Our city is so amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot going on. Do you have a current exhibition right now in the in the in the gallery?
1: We are. Our next exhibition will open in March, which is Contemporary Art Month here in San Antonio. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be uh, Todd Washer, who is a, a, a local artist. Um, he's a his trade. He's a, an architect by trade over at Lake Flato. Um, Mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be doing a new collection of his works, uh, and that'll open on Second Saturday in March.
0: Okay. Tell me a little more about the Second Saturday. I've actually never gone down there to do that. Uh, what's the experience like for someone who comes down to Second Saturday?
1: So Second Saturday started, um, gosh, probably 25 years ago or so, maybe more. Um, by It was started by by three local artists, um, who had taken up residency in that area, who were, uh, Andy Benavides, Joe Lopez, and, and Albert Mijangos. And the idea was kind of born out of a response to First Friday. When First Friday started, um, in the Southtown area, it was centered around the arts and then it slowly became more of a street party. And, um, and vendors market type of thing. And so they decided to do something that's a little more art centric, um, in, in our neighborhood. And so on second Saturdays, um, there are tons of galleries and studios all around in within just two or three blocks in that area. And so on a second Saturday, you'll find, um, new artists, exhibitions all over the place, uh, music, food. Um, and it's, it's essentially just a big art, walk art block party. Um, and it's a really, it's a really great atmosphere. It's always free and open to the public and very family friendly and, and family oriented. So, um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a great time. It's a lot of fun.
0: What time does the art walk usually get started?
1: Usually around seven o'clock, um, between six thirty and seven o'clock, um, Everybody kind of starts at a different time, depending on what they have going on. But 7 is, is when uh, I would say the, the majority of galleries start opening up.
0: And what are your regular hours for Freight Gallery and Studios, just during the week?
1: So during the week, we are open um, from 7 in the morning until... 10 o'clock at night from uh, Tuesdays through Saturdays. I know the coffee shop opens Monday through Saturdays from um, from 6.30 to 2.30. Uh, and then Kimura is there right now uh, Tuesdays through Saturdays uh, from 5 p.m. until 11. Um, and so the gallery is open when the coffee shops open or when the restaurants open, the gallery is open and available to the public and people can go in and, and check out the art and everything.
0: Fantastic. That's great. So let's circle back to TMI a little bit. We're going to be getting you back on campus pretty soon here. You're actually going to be part of a, a young alumni initiative that our advancement office is starting. Is there anything you want to give us a sneak peek about that?
1: So, yes, um, I think that's <laughs> still we're still trying to figure out and plan what what all it's, it's going to involve. Um, but mm-hmm. I know that you know, a big part of it is, um, providing mentorship and, and, um, and, and guidance to students that may be interested in following, uh, that path of opening up their own business or becoming entrepreneurs. Um, and so, you know, I think, uh, you know, just kind of helping them, um, Develop a vision and and letting them know what to expect and all the things that go into owning your own your own business or businesses, um, which mm-hmm. is uh, there's a lot that that I personally <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> until I did it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, so I look forward Hindsight's to being twenty <laughs> twenty. It absolutely is yes, and so I'm definitely looking forward to to being able to to help some uh, bright young people in their journey.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a great initiative, and I believe. We'll have a couple other people as panelists, and then you'll also be talking about how you and some other alumni are really transforming that whole Southtown area as well. So it'll be a pretty great event, and I know we're still working out the exactly when that's going to happen, but it should be should be happening pretty soon for any of our students who might have gotten their interest peaked a little bit hearing that.
1: For sure, so, for sure. And one thing I did want to mention, just quickly mm-hmm. too, is um, so one of the other alumni that that are going to be involved in this is um, Michael Perez and Megan Perez, who uh, I graduated with Michael uh, in two thousand, um, and his sister graduated a few years after that, and they own a company, a real estate development company, um, and they actually office out of the Freight Complex too. So um, there you go, that the TMI community wow. uh, sticking <laughs> together. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's, it's an amazing thing. It is. <laughs>
0: Well, let's go down a trip down memory lane here for a minute and take you take you back to TMI. What is your best TMI memory?
1: Wow, uh, there are so many. It's hard to it's hard to choose. Um, you know, I think I think some of my favorite memories were the football, the football trips and just field trip being on the bus with all our friends and just cutting up and and being goofy and and all of that. And, um, I actually lived in the dorms for, for two years. Um, Mm. and that was a really, um, amazing experience, uh, as well. Um, and then graduation, I think probably is, is the one that sticks with me the most. Just seeing, um, you know, all of our teachers and and parents and and all of us kind of completing this journey and, and, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the one that sticks with me the most is is just graduation and that sense of accomplishment and and having it all done with you know our friends and everything. It was really awesome.
0: That is. So, who was your favorite teacher?
1: Uh, that's a tough one. I had a lot of teachers that were really amazing. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, <laughs> For sure. Uh, you know, there's, a uh, John Shea, who was my freshman and junior, um, English teacher. I'm still, you know, friends with him and we, we talk, mm-hmm. um, every now and then. And, and, um, he was amazing and just Developing us and allowing us to to kind of explore our interests and our passions in English and all of those things. Uh, Senora Botello was my advisor, mm-hmm. and uh, she was a huge, huge help to me. I don't know that I would have been able to to graduate and, and do the things that I did uh, if I didn't have her her constant support. Um, Mr. Jeans uh, and Mr. Andres, mm-hmm. who were both no nonsense guys, um, you know, but they really treated us like adults and and helped us develop a sense of personal responsibility and, and all of these things and um, it's, it's too many mitch mooneyham another amazing english mm-hmm. teacher uh, so many um, mr blanda uh, <laughs> i could go on and on seriously we had so many great teachers
0: <laughs> which is wonderful and we still do our faculty are just they're amazing they they always have been and and they're, they're still amazing so that is great well, what would you say was the biggest or most important lesson that DMI taught you or prepared you for?
1: I think the importance of hard work um, and personal responsibility um, were probably the biggest ones. Of, of you know, following your passions and being true to yourself. Um, yeah, those are those are things that that have kind of taken with me, um, you know, in the last, gosh, what's it been, 20 years
0: or <laughs> don't so have since to do I graduated? The math, I, but <laughs> I
1: know, it's crazy.
0: What advice would you give to our graduating seniors for this year?
1: To just enjoy it. Enjoy this year, the, the end of of this journey that you've had, um, try to take it all in, try to enjoy every single day as it comes because, um, yeah, it'll, it'll get away from you. And before, you know, it, it's been 20 years and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's, it's been, yeah, just enjoy every single second of it that you can and, and remember it all and, and yeah, be true to yourself and, and who you are. And even if you're not sure of what you're going to do after TMI, um, you'll figure it out. So don't, don't feel too much pressure to, to have it all figured out at at graduation.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Still have a whole life ahead of you.
1: Exactly. So
0: is, is there anything else you'd like to share with our community before we wrap up?
1: Just to, uh, you know, come down and visit Southtown and and the arts district, um, you know, support your local businesses, support your your local artists, and and get involved if you can. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, it's a great community, and there are some really amazing and talented artists and um, chefs and and all kinds of creative people. Um, so make sure you check everybody out and and support it as much as you can. Mm-hmm.
0: And where's the best place to keep up with? freight gallery and studios and keep up with all the exhibitions that are coming out. Is that online or social media?
1: Yes, both. So our website is uh, freightsatx.com, and we have information on all our studios, all our exhibitions. You can find everything on their booking information. If you'd like to book us for an event um, as well as our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are also freight Um and um uh, the Southtown, the Arts District uh website as well, which is com, I believe. I'm terrible with uh acronyms.
0: <laughs> I'll double check. I'll look it up and I'll 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 post it all in the show notes. I'll grab that, I'll grab your links, I'll post that all in the show notes so people can easily find you and get to you. Well, this has been a this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for talking with me today, Sergio.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. It's been a lot of fun.
0: Thank you for listening to TMI's Panthercast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas, so leave us a comment, email or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.